We want to welcome you guys to our 11th show. Um, whoop, whoop. Turn up, turn up. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is going to be a hot episode. Mm-hmm. So before we start, let's go ahead and start with a prayer. Lord, we just want to thank you for bringing us all here safely. Um, for our guest on the show today, thank you, Lord, for this topic that you have blessed us with, God. We pray, pray that... Um, You give us the words to say to encourage your people and to help them through their their relationships, whether they be friendships or companionships, God. Uh, Please please give us the words to say, let us not be our words, but your words, God. Mm -hmm. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 So, of course, you do see we have two extras on our end, two gentlemen. Um, we have Mr. Casey, a.k.a. Mr. Wind Down Wednesday. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> and we also have Sir, a.k.a. Jeremy. Um, and they're both from 2020 Podcast. So, what is 2020 Podcast? Who is this 2020, you say? So, the definition of, uh, well, 2020 is the definition of perfect vision. Um, it, and it began just as that um, started from Jeremy. Uh, he had a vision of having conversations with people. Um, they also have business minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have wind down Wednesdays, um, and they also have um, other co-hosts as well. You want to go ahead and give them the names? I hate oh, to yeah. forget. So, anybody. Uh, I want to give a huge shout out to Lady K Marie, mm-hmm. Ebony, the Goddess, and your boy Boy Black. So, yes. Shout out to y'all. Yes. Shout out. What's up, fam? So they have a, a huge team. Uh, we'll get into them a little bit later in the show. Um, so stay tuned for that. And let's go ahead and introduce the topic. All right. <laughs> so we're watching this now. We're in the season. Well, we're in the month of February. And so we're good into cuffing season, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we thought that this series would be perfect for this month. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to start our relationship series that... We titled Boot Up. <laughs> um, and so, during this series, we're going to talk about, like, the different stages of relationships. So, we'll talk about, you know, being single, mm-hmm. dating, being in a relationship, and marriage, and so on. So, um, we're very excited about this topic to get into it. It's it's a heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley and I have... Huh? But we're gonna tackle it. We'll try to. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Um, I've been challenged with um, writing it. I know you've been challenged with Good it. Job. So it's something that we definitely need to get out. So, like I said, it's cuffing season, and if you haven't been cuffed or cuffed anybody by now, then you just need to leave it alone and wait till next year. <laughs> just stick it out with me. Um. So I mentioned this in the vision episode. That I was going to spend, like, the first part of 2020 by myself and single. And, you know, when I went back and viewed that episode, I felt like I didn't express 
why I wanted to be by myself for that period of time. Like, it was laid on my heart. I feel like I could have explained it a little bit more. So, Mm -hmm. I get to explain it in this first episode because we are going to talk about the season of singleness Mm -hmm. and um, why you should do it and how you can get through it. So, um, right now, I'll get into why I decided to do this, try to be a little bit more transparent this time. So, um, bear with me Mm -hmm. because it's going to be a real hot moment. Come on, hot (laughs) So, about four months ago, me and my ex broke up after a day, around a year. Um, and during that time, my pastor was in a series called We Are Family. Perfect, right? <laughs> so, he gave... God is trying to tell you Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's been a while since I started singing. Well, I stopped singing. So, he gave um, the scripture, First Thessalonians 5 and 23... Which in the Message Bible says, May God himself, the God who makes everything holy and whole, put together spirit, soul, and body, and keep you from the coming of our Master Jesus Christ, the one who called you is completely dependable. And he went on to say um, that we needed to become whole and loving yourself and God, so we need to work on ourselves before um, committing to anyone. Mm -hmm. That's true. And so I was convicted. Just like y'all just did again. Want the word <laughs> so, um, cause I gotta admit, like after the breakup ha- happened, I did start praying like for the next person mm-hmm. without even trying to go through the process of yeah. you just broke up with somebody, right? So, um, I went home completely motivated, and I came across you know First Corinthians thirteen four through seven, which I talked about in the previous episode too. So I wrote that scripture down, and I was like, I'm going to make myself the image of this scripture, right? And I wrote it down, and I put it in my Bible, and, you know, that was that. So, like, a couple weeks later, my heart was the same, but my mind was changed. So, um, I, um, what I call them, distractions. Mm-hmm. I started getting myself some distractions. So, um, and it's because I really hadn't dealt with the breakup. I was just trying to distract myself from what was going on. Um, but then during Bible study one day, my pastor instructed us to um, ask the Lord the last thing that he told you to do mm-hmm. um, so he can bring it back to your memory and then go back and do it. Because like if you're asking for something and you're not getting the answer, that's probably why because you, you didn't do the first thing he asked mm-hmm. you to do. So I asked that prayer and literally that same night I was reading my Bible and that sheet of paper that I wrote down, it just like fell out. And I was like, oh, okay, I remember that. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. So, I said I was going to do the right thing and, you know, focus on myself. Um, and then, you know, a couple weeks later, to be completely transparent, I got, I wanted some distractions again. So, I started talking to people again. And, um, but this time I did feel guilty about it. So, I would talk to somebody and then, you know, cut them off. And then talk to them again and then cut them off. It was just like a, a rotation, a pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, So I was frustrated with myself because I couldn't figure out exactly why I couldn't just be by myself, you know. Um, And so it was like I wanted to be obedient, but in my mind I couldn't be obedient and I couldn't figure out why. And so um, I knew that I needed to be alone and to do that I needed to completely trust God. But then, you know, my pastor came through again Mm -hmm. And it was a Bible study message, and it was the um, the topic was adjust. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And he said that we spend a lot of time adjusting life, adjusting to life when we are supposed to adjust to faith. And so, you know, after that, I was like, you know, I need to completely listen this time. Like, this is hard for a reason. Like I told you, I, it, I feel like what's going to be over that hurdle is going to be like the best thing ever since it's so hard for me just to get um, to the starting point of it. So, in obedience, I have been, you know, trying not to put in those distractions. And so, I've been listening to sermons and stuff. So, I decided to watch Pastor Mike Todd's Relationship Series. Um, What is it called? Relationship Relationship Goals. goals. Yes. And that's when I was introduced to our base scripture for this episode, which Mm -hmm. is Matthew 22 and 39. Which, in the Amplified Version, it says... You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So, in his sermon, he stated that the prerequisite to loving someone is to first love yourself. Mm -hmm. And so, that's what we're going to talk about in this first episode is the journey to loving yourself and being content by yourself. So, how do you guys think that people should spend their single season? And what should they be doing in that season? I, I think you kind of mentioned it earlier when you said that you need to work on yourself. Yeah. You know, because if if, if you're not completely working on yourself, then you're you're bringing extra baggage in a relationship, mm-hmm. and you don't know what kind of baggage they have. Mm-hmm. So now y'all carrying both y'all carrying baggage. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. I think I think work on yourself and not be think. In, in, in my opinion, not necessarily be thinking about coming out of it. Before mm-hmm. you work on yourself, because sometimes we try to multitask, and you've done fifty percent of working on yourself, mm-hmm. but the other fifty percent you were still thinking about the relationship. So you're still coming in not fully developed in your single in your single um in your single season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, I agree. I think um, in the beginning, if we're going to talk about developing yourself, I think the term is dating yourself. Okay. So I think until you fully know yourself, know why you take the actions you take, you were talking about earlier. Uh, kind of a pattern. Mm-hmm. So I think the the biggest thing is finding out why you kept finding yourself getting to that point. Mm-hmm. We talk a, a lot about on our podcast this uh, self-evaluation phase. Okay, You have to sit back, take yourself outside of your context, look at yourself objectively. I do this, 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 and this. And don't lie to yourself. That's the hardest step to oh, yeah. be honest mm-hmm. with yourself mm-hmm. about what you're doing. Once you do that and you have a clear understanding of what you're doing and why you're doing certain things, then you can attack the pattern because you can attack the behavior associated with it. Mm-hmm. They might not know why, but once you discover why, it might be a sensitive topic that you associate that pattern with. So if you identify it, now you can, I don't want to say attack it, but you can work on it. So mm-hmm. dating yourself is finding what's not working for you, your patterns and what's not healthy for you, mm-hmm. and adjusting with it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's good stuff. So find out your why. Why why we feel like we need to jump into another relationship. Not the what, but the why. But not the what, but the why. The why behind the what. (laughs) So, like, um, I agree with y'all. Like, find out the why behind your what. Wait, did I? Did I say that? Okay, okay. It it just felt weird. (laughs) So, like, in your single season, I feel like like you should be, like, you you brought up the point of dating yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. 
that was it took me a while because I always felt as though I needed like to have somebody with me to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I can't go to that new restaurant because I don't have anybody to go with. Just mm-hmm. enjoy, because I guess I didn't enjoy my just learn how to enjoy your own company. Yes, and get to know yourself and like yes. what what you you like and what you don't like. Just so like when it, whenever you do get in a relationship, like you can say you could say easily like this is something I don't like, and you won't you can't be persuaded. Um, so easily and I think also like in our single season we should be guarding ourselves Mm -hmm. like guarding your heart and your mind I have written down so be careful like the words that you speak I know a lot of times we all hear like oh guys ain't nothing or you know the other word but all females (laughs) (laughs) no they're not (laughs) so just be careful on like generalizing things and what we all see and I did bring up the scripture, uh, Proverbs 4, 20 through 23. My son, pay attention to my words and be willing to learn. Mm-hmm. Open your ears to my sins. Do not let them escape from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and healing and health to all their flesh. Watch over your heart with all diligence. For from it, it flows the springs of life. So that cool. the part that really stuck out to me is like watching over your heart. Um, with all diligence for from it it flows the springs of life so I would say pray a prayer like okay God whatever is in my heart that's not like you or whatever is nasty or whatever you know um that's not like you just help me to remove or help me to identify those things like unforgiveness or like those mm-hmm. old relationships um and also I did have uh learn whose you are so learn that you are God's child and realize the love that God has for you um, I brought up the scripture Isaiah forty three and one. Um, it reads, "But now there is, there is what the Lord your Creator says, O Jacob, He who formed you, O Israel, don't do not fear, for I have redeemed you from captivity. I have called you by name. You are mine. So that scripture says you are mine. So God is our heavenly Father, and in Him He has everything." tied up in his name so whatever is in your heart um learn that he is yours and he can help you overcome those things um i would also say establish your boundaries so like learn i know like sometimes we learn we write our list of like what we want yeah and like um like some things you can't what you laughing at no 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 go ahead i'll come back to it i'll come back to it i promise okay (laughs) <laughs> so like sometimes we we be like oh I wanna you know you gotta be this and that but like I'm trying to think of the word like some things we can compromise compromise on mm-hmm. that's the word and then some things you like this is like like for me I wanted like a godly man he had to have his own relationship with God that's something that I'm not gonna compromise on mm-hmm. so yeah. but yeah I would say like don't negate your single season like it it is so important. I was in a single season for, I was trying to think, I'm going to ride here, I was trying to think, how long was it? It was so long, y'all. It was like seven years. Oh, but wow. that was it. Yeah. It's maybe like six or seven years. You need a statue. Huh? You need a statue. I feel like I needed an award. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was for, I think it, it could have been some dependent on me because I didn't. Like, for most of it, I didn't. I was just like, oh, I want a relationship. Oh, I want to talk to somebody. Oh, I'm I'm lonely, quote unquote. We'll get into it later. Um, but I wasn't realizing that this is a, an important time in my life. 
that I need to establish a relationship with God before I can even get to know somebody else. Mm -hmm. Why am I desiring a husband? And I don't even know myself. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I strike the chord. <laughs> mm. So, yeah. Somebody, somebody watching this just said, ooh. Yeah. Could I interject real you quick? May. I want to go back to um, where you were talking about Isaiah uh, 43 and 1. I, re I read, when y'all sent this to us, uh, I read that verse, I promise, about eight times. And each time I got a different look at it. Um, when we were talking about the previous uh, verses that you read, uh, I mm -hmm. forgot what it was. Was it Matthew? Matthew 22. Mm -hmm. um, yes. That I look at When I look at certain things in the Bible, I look at it from a physical aspect and a spiritual aspect. Mm -hmm. And then I make comparisons and parallels, like that Venn diagram in my head. So it was talking about, um, it came from the perspective of God talking to his child. Letting you know that, you know, heed my words, you know, these words will give you life, you know, guard your heart. This is something a father would tell his child. Mm -hmm. And then we, we I, I, I picture someone sitting down and having the talk, mm -hmm. the relationship talk with a parent, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, that real unfiltered talk when y'all just sitting there. That's why I compared this to. Um, and the next verse kind of hit on it really hard, Isaiah. Uh, I'm going to read it back to you if you don't mind. But, but now this is what the Lord your creator says. Oh, Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, that's letting you know that I made you. Mm -hmm. Don't nobody know you like me. I took you and put all this, these concepts about you together and formed you. Mm -hmm. I've called you by name. That's what your parent does when they're trying to get your attention. Mm -hmm. How many times they called you by your first name and your middle name? You're going to pay attention there. <laughs> so that's how I feel like God is doing in this verse is letting you know that, look, I made you. I know your full name. I called you mm -hmm. by your name. Didn't nobody else did. They might call you Ash in the mm -hmm. streets, but here you're Ashley. Brian. He's trying to get your attention to let you know that, that you are mine. There's, there's no other. I feel like this is that moment when a parent is sitting with you face to face and is telling you, look, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. oh, do you, boo-boo. That's, that's what I feel like God is saying. Do you. Because at the end of the day, like you were saying, you can't expect someone to love you and figure you out and the intricacies of you of you if you don't. Because mm -hmm. I learned you through you. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't taken the time to journey the world, ex experience life, because I'm going to bring, like Casey said, a whole other set of experiences. Mm -hmm. We can compare, make notes, and, and develop what works for us both. How can we fill out that full application if we're going to get married of how this works if half your application ain't done? That's so true. Ooh, <laughs> uh, oh, that was so good. But I don't have much to say. <laughs> um, I'll just touch on one, one of the things that I wrote down. Um, it's something that I've learned from since I started this journey is you have to learn your deficiencies. Mm. And so it goes back to what you said, like self-evaluation. So like since I've stepped away from distractions, I've been able to reflect on myself. <clears throat> and one of the things that I've seen is... Um, I have a lot of deficiencies within myself mm -hmm. and um, I would look for that person to feel that deficiency for me. Mm. And so I can openly admit now that a lot of things that happened in my last relationship happened because um, I set unrealistic expectations over um, what I expected communication wise, not all the time, communication wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, we're being transparent. Let's do it. Let's do it. 
Okay. What? what <laughs> communication. So since I set this expectation for communication is because I expect you to feel this for me. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do in my head, you know, thinking. Mm-hmm. But now that, you know, I have some time to self-reflect, I'm like, he could have never filled that void. Like, that was a void mm-hmm. that no human can feel. So how dare me, like, put that expectation on him? Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing I'll do. Just try to learn your deficiencies that you have. So you can feel those deficiencies with something else so you don't expect another person to do it. Because mm-hmm. they'll never be able to do it. Man. If, and I'm sorry if I'm jumping right after what you said, but I feel that to more than you know. When when someone is trying to assign you a role and you don't know that role, mm. the other side, being on the other side of that, you can develop a resentment. Mm-hmm. Because now I've given you who I am, what I am, which is already tough enough to do as is Mm -hmm. you know being vulnerable with someone but now they're trying to put a title on you or uh an aspect of them on you that doesn't fit you so Mm -hmm. now it feels like you're living a lie to appease this person Mm -hmm. and then when they get frustrated when you're not doing what they expect you to do there's resentment Mm -hmm. and so that's where the toxicity comes in so it's important to have that conversation and be honest with each other i don't care how Tough it may be if if you're not a good fit for each other, you're not a good fit for each other. That's you know? true. Just be grown enough to admit that. Just it's hard to accept sometimes too. Mm-hmm. It is. It's tough, but in the end, I, I say this and I, I live by this. I'm the person that would much rather rip a bandaid off rather mm-hmm. than sit there and let it fester and rot <laughs> and all that. I just look. I'll cry these next two weeks, but I'll know that for my sanity's sake, because mm-hmm. it's nothing like peace of mind. Because mm-hmm. that's what this really delves into, your singleness, finding that peace of mind and mm-hmm. that peace within yourself. And mm-hmm. once you develop that, there's no bliss like it. You can you can be comfortable with being by yourself, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So. Yeah. I think I'm completely opposite. I'm like, I'll just wait to take that off. I know it's dirty. I'll just oh, wait. <laughs> I understand. It's going to hurt. You're I'll just wait. <laughs> I understand. I understand. It. But it's, it's one of those situations where things can get volatile. Whew. So, in one of the um, one of the sermons from Pastor Mike Todd, he did say, "The longer you are single, the better your marriage will be." See, I told y'all I was. So, <laughs> I was in there. Seven, be litty, litty. So goofy. I'm just saying. He said it. I'm just applying what he said. Oh, <laughs> so, what were one of the things that y'all were worried about being single, like? How can what can encouraging words can you say to like single people out there? Um, during their single season, is it's such a negative connotation with being single. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people, mm-hmm. like even if you're not directly dating, you could have a friend that you just kick it with, and they'll ask the I hate this question. Why are you single? Ugh. I hate that question. I absolutely despise. Why you look that like that? <laughs> right, right. Get defensive. Right. No, but. You have to be proud and and understand that it's a process. And it isn't a process that's limited by time. I feel like families and people can put a time constraint on you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when you get, I hate this question too, when you going to get married? Mm-hmm. When you going to have kids? Why are you mm-hmm. rushing them? They, they need to develop. Let them get right. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we will sit there and judge someone for not taking the step yet, but we won't give them the courage to do so. We won't give them that backing to let them know that hey take all the time you need Mm -hmm. you know because 
being a baby spiritually and being a baby emotionally, you have to develop to that point to be married because it's real out here, man. It's a lot of outside distractions. There's a lot of things you have to account for. It's a lot of things you have to deal with within yourself. So be bold enough to know and say that, hey, I'm not ready yet. Like, don't try to put on for anybody else. If you ain't ready for a relationship, you're just not. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's all a process. And I think, like... People don't know why they ask, cause we all we all all we all know is, um, I don't know. It's just like a what you're supposed to be doing by this certain mm-hmm. a certain age or a certain time in your life. Oh, you didn't graduate college? What husband at? <laughs> just because you did it, <laughs> just because you did it this way, and you you were divorced by thirty, doesn't mean that I'm gonna do the same thing, like. I'm just no. It's, it's I, I didn't mean to bring in divorce, no, but I'm just saying like every, yeah, everybody it's, 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 got everybody back in the day got married, had kids at a young age. Yes. That doesn't mean that's going to be the same thing for my life. Exactly, that's true. Just take your time. Take the 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 wait is worth it, and it will be worth it. Even if even if you're in that season right now, I mean just. Just do those things, kind of like what we said, define those things, um, know who you are, know that you, whose you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, walk by faith and not by sight, not by what you see on social media because you see so many relationship goals, you see these people. Of, Can you say that again for the people in the back? What did I just <laughs> say? Social media. Oh, the social media. Yeah, you see these people on social media. It's what they're just putting out. It's not... Only what they want you to see. Mm-hmm. Um, not what's really going on behind closed, closed doors because they could have hell going on in their home. Uh, you don't know what goes on at home and what they're going through. You don't even know if they're communicating. You just see that they, they didn't got a, a Instagram picture. Together. You know, together. Mm-hmm. They go back to your, to your externally. Mm-hmm. They externally look good, but what's like on the inside. Mm-hmm. And that's what um, Common said. And um, it was driving me wild in one of these songs. He said, like, Ryan and Reese or Kamara and Russ, relationships could be dead but look alive to us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, that's that's so true. Yeah. That's yeah, so true because you never know what, like y'all say, you never know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know and what? sometimes people are staying it longer because you portray that image. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm-hmm. man, we can't break up because of all these people look up to me and they look up to you. Mm-hmm. They, but that don't, like, um, I'm telling on myself, like, girls trip. Oh yeah. When when she stayed with the dude yep. that he was cheating on her, but they had this image to uphold the mm-hmm. perfect relationship, and she at the end she just had enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and that's that's the scariest thing for me. I never want to get complacent in an image because it's not real. It's nah. I, I just can't live in fake. I I can't do I it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Just waking up and. I think about that song as a stranger in my house. <laughs> no, real talk. It's just I, I just can't do it. I, we we got this bind. Um, I mean, what I used to worry about the most. I mean, I'm single now, but um, I would be like, say, like you talk to somebody and then they leave and like not, like you don't get a number or anything. I'd be like, I hope I just didn't miss my husband oh. or like. Um, oh, I didn't go to this event. I hope my husband went at that event since I didn't go. Like, stuff like that. That's what I used to worry about. Yeah. But um, now I would just say, you know, don't focus your attention on that. You know, like, when the time is right, the time is right. You know, mm-hmm. one thing you need to do is find your purpose. Get into your purpose and then work on your purpose, you know. Um, 
be the best you can be for God. So go serve, volunteer, all you need to do. And then I just feel like they'll ploop, they'll pop up right then. He'll right there in that moment. <laughs> so one thing I wrote down is Proverbs 3 and 5, which a lot of you guys probably know. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. So, you know, right now you may not understand why am I single? Yeah. Why am I still single? Why isn't this relationship moving to the next point that it needs to move in? But um, just know that you're single for a reason. You're in that place for a reason. God has the master plan. Mm-hmm. And so just trust him with that plan. Just always go back to that Proverbs 3 and 5. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So, soap. I was going to ask you what soap means. It's an acronym for scripture, observation, application, and prayer. Mm-hmm. Right, so, we use a watch scripture. Huh? No, go ahead. I said watch it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might have preached that thing. Well, Come on, preach it So, our scripture for this week is Deuteronomy 31 and 8. And it reads, do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. So this scripture is pretty much assuring us um, that God has already gone before us. So even in your single time, know that God has, he is preparing you and he's also preparing the person he has for you. Um, So. In the scripture, the word personally, mm. that he personally, he, he goes before you personally. Mm. Well, child. <laughs> so he's gone ahead of us. So that means he's done the things that we could never think of. So we brought up the point of having that list. Um, we can make it all day, but God orders our steps. And He we can make our own plans, but he ordains our steps. I think that's what the scripture says. Um, that we can make the path for our life, but he, he gives us the, like, he orders the, our steps. Um, so while we're focusing on a husband, um, he's thinking of all of those things that comes with it. You don't think about the in-laws. You don't think about the, 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 uh, the illnesses that come with that. So God, um, he looks at all of that. Um, so he does exceedingly abundantly above, that is my if you don't know, that's my favorite scripture. It is. Um, he does exceedingly, <laughs> abundantly, above of what we can even ask or even think of. So have the hope and confidence and trust that our Heavenly Father, that He will not fail us. Amen. Amen. So even though it may feel like it at times, um, but He wants to know what you're going to do during those times of feeling lonely. Um, what are you going to run to? Are you going to run to social media where those relationships are? <laughs> or are you going to uh, turn to his word? Um, or Facebook or chat, uh, Snapchat or whatever it may be. Whatever they got out there. <laughs> <laughs> or will you run to his, ro- his, world, his word um, and see what the scripture says, how, um, what, the, what those scriptures say about how you're feeling? So, yes, you may feel lonely. But what does his word say about that? He said his word says that he will never leave us nor forsake us. So even if you feel lonely, know that he's still there by that scripture. Um, so his word says that his plans are good. His word says that he his strength is made perfect in our weakness. So pray 
So the prayer of this scripture, I would say, just pray to the Lord. You are the ultimate comforter, and I need you to fill my heart, um, knowing that you can fill every vessel, every ventricle, uh, what is it, ventricles and valve and atriums, that you can fill those voids within my heart, that no one else can uh, fill that. And God said, I need you now, like never before, and I invite you into my heart to be my light, my God, and my strength. That's the soap. I like the soap. That's good. I need a tissue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I feel like the first part of this um, series has been amazing. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of great discussions, and I feel like we got some good word out as what you can do during this single time and what's most important. Um, I did want to end off this episode by sharing with you guys. It hit me last night as I was setting up. To get ready to film, I was like listening to my music on shuffle, and um, Jonathan McReynolds' song "Make Room" came on, and I never connected that song to a relationship type thing. But as he was singing, it hit me. It was like this is this is what you need to do during mm-hmm. your single time is you need to make room, take away all of those distractions, everything that you're trying to feel, and just make room for God. Mm-hmm. And so, just one little thing I took away from the song, he, he says. I want to seek you first, get the odd things out the way. I want to seek you first, move it all out the way. See, whatever it is, Lord, I just want you so I will make room. Mm -hmm. And so that's the most important thing that you guys can do during your season of singleness is just to make room for God and make Mm -hmm. him the um, light of your life. Amen. Amen. All right. So come back here. Same time. Uh Next Friday. Uh Uh-huh. For part two of uh-huh. this series. Uh-huh. I'm really excited about it. Me too, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, come back. And as always, be, be obedient. obedient.